Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. before truly teaching the word. For example, you go to church, church starts at eight, praise and worship is over at nine, then you got all these other rituals, traditions, and all this other stuff before you even get to the word, then by the time you get to the word, they preach the same thing over and over and over again by every pastor ever. This isn't a slight to any specific church, I've been to many of black churches and this is just my observation. A lot of times, by the time the pastor realizes that, uh-oh, something needs to change, their church is already like, choo. So it's going to be harder for them to build back up their membership and engagement and all that. Now, the reason why this is happening is because they've catered to the older generation. And the older generation is eventually going to be too sick to attend church or they're going to die off. So that leaves your church with a whole bunch of young adults and their children. The problem with that is by the time this happens, the, the older generation didn't dog the young adults out so bad that they didn't took themselves and the next generation with them, leaving the church to die as the older generation dies off. Another observation is a lot of times our pastors are 50 and above, and a lot of them are resistant to change and proud. Because, you know, that generation is just old school. And if they're older than that, it's even more proud. So instead of them relinquishing some power to anyone else that's under 55, they would rather go down with the sinking ship. There are a lot of churches that are growing fast, thriving, and they are too big to be running out at school anymore. Their lease is about to be done. And they're too small to have it in one's house. So they search congregations that are really not even being utilized like they used to be to grow in. And pastors are telling them no, because they don't want anybody. This my church. I think. If you're going to be the black church, you got to leave that African stuff behind. And if you're going to reconnect with that African stuff, you got to discard the black church. But all of that is up. And you got some people who are trying to make us choose because our society has conditioned us to think on binary terms. It's either this or this. So if you're going to be the black church, you got to leave that African stuff behind. I'm trying to fit this all into one part. One of the biggest issues in the church is the church is not teaching anything new. The church is still teaching the same dry, crusty sermons. And at this point, we can't even apply it to our life. The dry, crusty sermons that I'm talking about are show love to one another. Like that, we know. We learned it in school. Do you know if you're going to go to heaven or hell? You guys have put heaven and hell above God. And instead of people actually having a relationship with God, people only think that they have to believe in God and that they're going to go to heaven and that's all they need to do. So they don't read their word because they're like, oh, I believe in God. I'm going to heaven. I'm saved. I don't need anything else. Nothing's important. I can live life however the heck I want to. 
which of course these are both important topics to talk about, but stop making them the main thing. Why Too yeah. much. Okay. So we, you know, we recording, baby. So I'm gonna let you take. See, I don't like when my big ass head cut off. So I'm gonna try to lean back a little bit. Okay, let's go. We we in it. We ready. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to She Gets It Pod. This is episode four, the de-evolution of the church, the black church, that is, because we're talking about blackness, because blackness is beautiful and we are the people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my co-host here, Drake from Everything Culture. Please make sure you check the podcast out. I know you guys see the podcast name. Please oh, subscribe yeah. on your favorite podcast app, leave a review, and please like it. Okay. We are giving history, we are giving experience, and we are giving truth with solutions because that's what we want at the end of every episode. This episode right here is um, super important because a bulk of how Black Americans grow up from infancy into adulthood is, you know, the common school, work week, Saturday play, Sunday, you in church, okay? Mm. Now, what church that may be, we don't know. You know, it could be uh, Methodist, Baptist, it could be um, what you say? Told you. What, 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 what kind of church is that? Oh my goodness. Shane, this is about to, oh, it's a shade. Church of God in Christ. Okay. Okay. The different names mean something. Yes. Um, what oh, church? My mom uh, went to my her parents' church, which was a Pentecostal church. Mm, Pentecostal, and, yeah. Um, you gotta wear them skirts. No jeans. Yes, my dad went to a um, Methodist or Catholic church mm-hmm. um, in Philadelphia, and I would go back and forth between. Um, I want to talk about where it's at now with the Black church with you. Um, is it getting better? Do we see um, the structure of the Black church being more along the faith? in the bringing in community side or do we see it more so focused on the media and um financial side of things and the politics that come with that um all of it is what we want to discuss in this episode we mean no harm against what anyone believes Uh, we're not trying to disrespect what anyone believes we just want to have a discussion and a conversation with respect and those pillars of everything culture, okay? Listen, respect, come on, everybody. Respect, communication, and consistency. That's what okay. we're here for, though, the pillars. You feel? We're gonna so keep we it can cute. get to know each other, so we can yes. love one another. That's the goal. Yes. Um. So that's what we're discussing today. Get comfortable, okay? And uh, get ready for some honesty. Mm. All right, so... Here we are. We're going to talk about this thing. Um, 
Hold on, before we get started, before we get started, okay, we already started. Before we get too into it, yeah, uh, we 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 talking about the black church. I got to do my introduction for the folks on TikTok real quick. Okay. If y'all hearing this, you know, we letting people know live. We are talking about the de-evolution, the de-evolution of the black church here. Okay, once again, appreciate y'all coming through. But we're going to be talking about our experiences, our point of view, our perspectives. The, we're gonna have some facts. We're gonna have a little bit of history into it. But we're going to talk about where's the church now, like Shane just said, y'all. So if y'all see, if you ever see me quiet, Shane's talking. Okay. We listening to Shane. All yeah. right. So we all behave. Y'all can ask what y'all correct me if I say anything correctly too. And I want to say this before we get more into it, because Shane, you, you know, Shane already shared a little bit with everybody here, but mm-hmm. there are historically seven denominations of the black church. All right. And that's the African Methodist Episcopal Church the African Methodist Episcopal Zion Church, the Christian... How was that? How you do them balloons? I don't know. I just said one, two, three. Did you see them balloons? I don't know. Now, that was on TikTok. How was that on Zoom? I saw on Zoom. Oh shit, it's too close to Halloween. Um, excuse me. Um, the Christian Methodist Episcopal Church, the Church of God in Christ, and the three National Baptist Church um conventions which convened the Black Baptist Church. So hold on, hold on. I ain't about to go out of the female, but yeah. Um, but yeah. We got those again. We're gonna get into it right here with the different it's different ones, different behaviors, different traditions, and different how do I say, um, I won't say spirituality, but, you know, we'll get into it because I'm listening. We, we here. We here now. We here now. Okay. Um, I would, this is my question with this. And when we were going through what episodes you want to do, this was my question then. Has the black church changed and lost its, its ethics question? Mm. Um, I think godless communism is a sinful nature of men today we see it every day and um we are all imperfect people Mm -hmm. trying to follow the truthful word in order to be better people for ourselves and others right Mm -hmm. and i think that's like the basis and the foundation of a church space but not for all religions but we're focusing on the black church um some of us took a position to share the word and follow the bible's values and some guide with grace and some don't and i think when it comes to imperfect people and the world changing and politics changing and the workplace changing I think the church sometimes is hard to evolve um and even though the government says you know they want to separate church and state I feel like at a at a level it sort of meddles anyway um absolutely that's why they try to intentionally separate it yeah and so I'm just like it's kind of, depending on what the situation is, it gets kind of like murky. 
um, especially this this past uh, year with the whole conversation of like abortions and for different states. I just, um, I want to know, is the church becoming more hypocritical or is it becoming less hypocritical of what people do today and how families are and um, the decisions people may make for themselves or their family structure? Is it more helpful today? Um, are we finding more people join, joining the truth and having um, the culture in the Black church? Are we finding less people joining the community of the Black church and working in the community? And when I say working in the community, I'm not talking about, do you go to work in your zip code? I'm talking about, do you go visit your elders? Do you... Um, you know, take your children on the weekends to go pick up trash or clean up the parks or give out food to the homeless or what's the word they use now? Volunteering, community engagement. Yeah. Community service. Yeah. Is, is it, are we doing more of that or is it less of that? And- so, Well, can we, can, can you give us some bullet points? We need to like- so what was the first one? Because we we we, we the first question is, so much. Is, is the black church losing its code of ethics? Man, so asking me, um, but look, first of all, if we pull our back, what is church? What do church mean to you? What is what what does the word and the definition of church? You know, for me, I believe church should be a place of peace, love, consideration gathering community a place where you feel safe um, a place where you get your questions answered as to um, what you don't feel sure about um, a place of encouragement and a place of uh, mental nourishment if that makes sense that's what I explain to be church okay so you said church is a place so that is a definition from just the regular people just you can look at it it's it's a building it's a unit but knowing um the true meaning of church is the body it's the people okay the congregation okay. so if pod fam if we decided if we want to place that would be church mm -hmm. so once again when we I, I say this quite often when we discuss church and we say the church is not doing this the church is not doing that what are you doing to put into the church? Mm. Okay. Because you're a part of the church in that case, you know, you're just involved as everybody else. So all these things that we're going to be touching on today is a reflection of us always. We have to be in that mindset. So when it get into what is a church being hypocritical more, I can't say it's less than more of the culture of society right now, mm. because Every person is different. Every family is different. Every community is different. And every, you know, each city is going to be, every church is going to be different. Mm -hmm. um, I've been to some churches and I don't feel like they are Bible-based. That's something I always look for when I go to the church, if it's a Bible-based church, okay? Um, I'm very mindful if I feel like if I belong there, you know, I pray, you know, it makes sure if I have faith in that church. But you have some churches there are very much strong on government, okay? You know, I have some fraternal ties that a lot of churches are based off order and certain behaviors and certain 
government structures that you can see in the White House. You know, all these things do come from the church. But in the black church, I look for how are they actually, like you say, how are they treating the people there? Yeah. Uh, can I come up and actually have, build a relationship with the pastors and the um, deacons and the bishops and things? Do we have a relationship? Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of mega churches. Me either. But I'm, but same thing, smaller churches I'm comfortable with. Like, but smaller churches, you're going to need more, you're going to have more responsibility there. Mm-hmm. The bigger churches, you're going to have a responsibility, but you may not have that impact. But the impact you may be looking for. But, and also, once again, go all the way back to the individualism. What are you trying to put in the church? What do you want from the church as well? Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm always thinking about. So when we had the question you asked, how's it being involved? It's a yes and a no. It's it's gotten better and it's gotten worse. Okay. And if you know the Bible, it was said a lot of places are going to hold themselves to be a church mm-hmm. and not be a church, if that makes sense. They're not the they're not the true meaning of church. They're not representing the true intent what a church is supposed to be. They they're a building, they're collecting money and funds. Some of these churches are a storefront. Let's say that. Some of these churches, um, once again, my my personal belief, if the pastor or certain leaders of the church are living well, and if the, if the pastor eating lobster and crabs, and let me not say crab because some people might not eat that, but um, steak, you know, and filet mignon, whatever the case may be, and you know the majority of private jets, <laughs> yeah, private jets, whatever the case may be. Um, eating comp, okay, some things people don't know nothing about, but <laughs> the majority of your congregation eating ramen noodles and barely making it, you know, yeah. something ain't right. Yeah. If like resources, I look for a church. What are you doing to feed back, feed into community? Once again, going back to what we saying, community service. Yeah. Churches should be the place where you go to food banks. You know, like a lot of places there. And not to dismiss like if you don't have it you, you're not wrong you're not right but i see a lot of people the churches they look to get 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 because you have people that have such selfish intentions and you have people in church they may have that backbone or that historical context of growing up in a church that care about the community and sometimes that's lost in translation or in the greed of individual people which once again is nothing new we just see it a lot more, especially with social media. Right. It's it's a video I may have to clip in here of a church, the church congregation firing a pastor. Well, attempting to fire a pastor. But if you know how churches and it's a governmental process, when you're really supposed to be able, it's been led by the people, not by the quote unquote pastor or leader. That's something you can be mindful of as well. Because hmm. I remember at a certain point like your pastor yeah they preach and they show up at the church and they do things in the church but they actually they also have this skill on the side where they also is considered a job jesus was a carpenter so was my grandpappy Mm, say that but if there was something going on at church he was at church you know Mm -hmm. wednesday saturday sunday if there was like something needed to be fixed at the church he was there helping and um the important i would say for my family 
um, the importance of going to church has faded um, with the new generation. Um, I would say like when my uh, older cousins were younger, no matter what time they came in from the club or a party on a Sunday morning, my grandpa would wake them up and mm. tell them to come downstairs and sit them in the front row of the church. Going to church. Okay. Um, and there would be no back talk or no slacking or staying mm. in about it. But mm. now it's just like, I don't know any of my cousins that faithfully go to church. Why? Why? I've, Why? Never, I've never asked them. It's, so, it's so like it, it was the same thing being raised once again I, we got we can talk about the different denominations too okay i was raised in a two different congregation churches my grandma but the, that's in my, my, my maternal grandparents okay shout and shout out to kendrick lamar with that line ain't nobody praying for me both my grandmas did oh <laughs> felt that to a whole different level but the thing is, my grandfather, he was um, Baptist, and my grandmother was Kojic, okay? Church of God in Christ. Once again, these churches got different behaviors and traditions. Well, and ways. That, I don't know, but let me tell you, Church of God, I didn't even know this until like a few years ago when I was doing the making for use for my, um, my aunties. Yeah. And I used to remember as a little boy, my grandparents used to get in arguments, okay? And it made sense because they went, they technically went to two different churches. Okay. But they would go to church sometimes twice on a Sunday. I see people still do that to this day. So that, that is not done. Okay. So my grandmother, the church of God in Christ, they are like, you, you talking about when you, when you opened earlier and you were speaking about, you know, you go to school, you go to baby practice and you go this, this and that. No, my My grandmother, you go to church almost every day of the week. I remember as a little boy, I would be in church Monday, when definitely Wednesday, Bible study, Thursday, hang with her friends. Like my grandmother was a missionary. Okay. Yeah. My grandmother, even though she was a nurse, she did other things on the side. She was so like every day was church praying, even though she had her ways and she didn't she did that old folks cussing. She didn't use like the hard church. Like she didn't say like the F word. Uh, yeah. but she would call you a low down trifling snake in the grass, dog, um, helper, all these different type of things, you know, different type of curses, you know, that you don't see on television. Like that them them that age you. But when I say if we was in church, we were gonna be in church, you know. That that's what we we're gonna be. And my like I never forget it was one day I felt like I was in church forever, you know. And I, you know, at time you look at time different. We'll be right back with today's episode. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. The way people today are under so much pressure, socially, mentally, and emotionally, they need more help than a friend or family can extend. We should care about ourselves just as much as we set aside time and space to hear others' issues, problems, and challenges. We all have life challenges, but 
If you don't have someone to talk to, BetterHelp will work with you through therapy, providing affordable care you can count on in a professional way. If you contact www.betterhelp.com slash she gets it, you can get started today and enjoy 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. Get the help that you need to help you think through all of today's issues, problems, anxiety, self-esteem, depression, grief, illnesses, phobias, relationship issues. If you just need someone to talk to in those late nights, those early mornings, in the middle of the day when everyone else is working, BetterHelp is there to provide you assistance. Don't neglect yourself with everything that's going on today. We all have life challenges. Do not be ashamed of it. BetterHelp is there to help. Now back to the show. Thank you for checking out She Gets a Pod. If you would like to support this podcast, you can always donate at our host, Red Circle, at redcircle.com or the link in the show notes. You can also find the BetterHelp uh, link in the show notes. And you can support by purchasing anything you would like off of She Gets It Shop with Teespring. Now back to the show. But I remember my grandparents and my grandfather said, them kids have to be at school in the morning still. Yeah. Let them, you bring them kids back home. I'm going to get, I'll never forget that. And this is, and this wasn't self, but this was like over um yeah. house phone. It was like, they, she, he called up to the church or something. Oh, he, he showed up in his pickup truck like, nah, like you doing too much. Yeah. And she wasn't here because in her God and her relationship, they have like her commitment was what she was going to put into the church and how she was going to protect the family. And remind y'all, my grandparents were born in 1918. Okay. Mm. So it was a different time where they really relied on the church. And I was born in 86. So this is in the early 90s when I'm really getting my feel in the church. Um, she did handkerchiefs, she sung the tambourine, the amount of church fans growing up and seeing, like, no, I don't see that type of feeling. And and being in church without the AC in Texas sometimes. Hey, okay. take me to the king. Oh. Oh, my grandmother had a plethora of hats. My mom used to make church hats for all the church ladies. Um, my grandma was in the choir. My godmom was in the choir. And every time my mom would send me to go visit my godmom, where was I? Monday at church. Tuesday at church. Hey. At church. All her best friends from the church. And all of them is Sister Ford, Sister Geraldine, Sister Mayfield. All those families are we. I'm my family still tight with them fam, people to this day. Some of we still think we related. No, we just was we church family. You know, yeah. And that was community. Yeah. Um, my grandfather, he you know was involved in church and all that. Now he did the cussing and all that here and there, but we knew that if something happened, it was you know we can go to the church when we felt ill to the church when somebody when somebody else got sick. We getting together, we putting out like the type of community that I learned from my grandparents in the church. It was amazing. Um, when I became the age in high school, after my grandparents passed, I became heavily involved in church. Well, I was, you know, I had a lot of turmoil because of losing my grandparents, losing my mother, losing my best friends and things. Um, 
you know, I had some doubt, but it was always, I'm going to church. And I, I've seen like pastors go up and, and, and that impact. Once again, we're talking about the black church. The impact that it had on my community was amazing. You know, a lot of people don't recognize that. We had a lot of bad actors in the congregation. Don't get me wrong. But the pastor at my church, um, New Life, right across from John Tyler High School, um, on the loop, I believe it's the loop, like one of the most amazing people in the in human beings that I, I knew in my life, you know. And he was one of those pastors that like he preached the word of God. If something happened, he would show up, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't he wasn't a stranger. He wasn't too, he was a busy man. But he, if something happened, he would come. So I understand people have different experiences in church. Trust me, and I, I know a lot of church drama. Okay. Mm-hmm. But having, but it's but once again, when you think about church, but it's drama, period. Yeah. And what do you and you gotta pay attention? What do you want to emphasize and how do you redirect it? And are we gonna have grace with people? Are we gonna shame them? Do it, it, it's so much to go into it. Mm-hmm. But when I say the impact that the black church had on my life. Per, like just personally, like the, what I one other thing I can speak through through my living experience has been amazing, even through my adulthood. But mm-hmm. even before I was born, if we talk about the history of the Black Church, I, I was talking to Baylor earlier. Shout out to Baylor BTG for president. You know, Pod fam. Yeah. The the church or the Black Church specifically is kind of like your parents. Right. All right. Can we talk about this real quick? Yes. You get to a point in your life you need your parents to survive, correct? Mm-hmm. But it gets to the point you get a little bit more independent. Some folks did not have the best relationship with their parents, all right? Mm-hmm. Some people had great relationship with their parents because their parents treated them well, great, and they know that and they still can rely on their parents for everything. Mm-hmm. But some people feel like I've made it. I don't need my parents anymore. I'm good. You know, you didn't treat me well no matter what. Or, you know, you treat me well, but I'm okay on my own. I'm going to see what it's like in this world by myself. Then you have some that, hey, I recognize what you've done for me. I wouldn't be here in life without you. So I'm going to stick beside you. So when something happened, I'll make sure to check in. When I'm going on vacation, I want you to come. Hey, I got kids now. You need to be involved in my kids' life. Yeah, because I know the impact you had on me. I want you to share with them. Yeah, and things are going to be th- things are going to continue to change. Yeah, but the thing is, one constant it should be us gathering together, supporting one another. And once yeah. again, we talk about once again, Jesus didn't ask for this building. If you, me, if we want to come together, hold hands and pray, that is the church. That's at the beginning of it. But mm-hmm. if we're talking about the enlarge and want to want to grow and gather. Just like when we talk about even um, some social media support groups, you have to understand it's going to get difficult and you're going to have a little bit more messiness and little things going to not be the best at times. Mm-hmm. But the main thing, we would not be where we're at if we didn't gather together. Right. No matter how you look at it, we were, especially Black people being an American descendant of slavery, we would not be in a position nowhere near, and it's historically proven, without the Black church. We can talk about that as far as civil rights. We can talk about um, media, entertainment, 
majority of your entertainers in um uh, being black come from the black church right the best a singer lot of from the black, black church. Sing, singing and rap yeah we talk about the history of gospel negro spirituals the gospel to um soul jazz soul r&b the way the way dmx would pray once again it is it's in it no matter how much you run 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 away from it yeah. you know beans greens tomato that is from the black church like and and it's it's a slap in the face i made a video on tiktok about this years ago it's a slap in the face how people are so dismissive of the black church and don't and, and be using stuff to it comes straight from the black church i mean even kanye period everything is churchy everything is he know because see and the only thing see i told you i ain't talking about kanye no more but kanye is an example yeah kanye knows the power of jesus christ he knows the power he knows the power of the church yeah you feel me that's the that's the thing about it your your grandparents knew the power of Jesus Christ and the Black Church. What he put together, they know these things. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it don't. Some people that don't know the power, don't trust the power, don't understand it. And then you got the ones that understand it and knows it and want to use it to you have for those their own who personal benefit. Correct. It, it, and, it, and it's like that's why you got to take your own well-being. Say everybody that's listening to our voices right now or seeing our faces. Find you a church home. That's some of the best advice that I received in life, and I continue to share is wherever you go, you find you a church home. Okay, doesn't mean you got to stay there forever. Yeah, but where you go, you got to find you somewhere that you can feel comfortable going to church. Where you you volunteering, you paying your tithes, you are building relationships with other people. Okay, mm -hmm. my grand aunt, my uncle, shout out my uncle Burrow. Okay. I always tell him, like, he was, if you think of, if Samuel Jackson was a gay man, that was my uncle, okay? <laughs> a choir director, teacher, um, but no, and never missed a bootlegger, okay? Mm. But he never missed a day in church. All the, the quote-unquote demons that he was holding um, and fighting, mm -hmm. he still went to church, you know? A lot of people dismiss him, but you can't deny you cannot deny he had a relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And the type of differences, because people still approach me, knew what my uncle did in their life. He pulled people from off the street that were struggling with addiction, um, you know, sexual immorality, all these things. And he still guided them to God by his music. I'm he played bad on that piano. Because mm. see, all these things. But one thing you know, people are so dismissive, but the black church is us. Mm -hmm. you, it's like you can run away from home. Home still gonna be there. Yeah. It's you that is trying to move away from something that can be better for all of us. And I understand some homes are not the best for you. Some homes will hurt you. Right. You know, coming from a caseworker, okay? Yeah. But it's homes out there for you. And that's the main thing. Having that stability, having that family, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. I always um, would say that um, my mom always felt like church. Mm -hmm. if, if I could find a 
church, a physical place that felt like the peace that I get from knowing my mom's around mm. or having access to my mother, even though she's imperfect, even though she doesn't have all the answers, even though she um, can't do a lot. It's just a overwhelming place of peace to be my full self that I feel. Um, and, it, and it's sometimes you go into a church and you sit there and you try to feel the energy and you see the people and you hear um, the talk, you, you hear the music, you feel the music, and then you go back a, a second time, you go back a third time, and it's just not hitting after a while. Absolutely understand. You have to ask yourself, okay, what has changed? Um, what, what you're trying to get out of this? Is that consistent? Are you giving it enough time? Are you talking to people there? And um, personally, as an adult, I haven't found like a church where I just feel, I feel good here. I'm going to keep yeah. coming. But I, I will say I've tried. Um, but growing up for me, my mom and my dad never went to the same church. Um, like I said earlier, my dad, I think he went to a Catholic or a Methodist church and my mom went to a Pentecostal church with her parents in Philadelphia. And then, um, when I was eight, it's like out the blue, when she was living on her own, she became a Jehovah witness, which was like mm. a real yeah. shock after spending like eight years of celebrating Christmas and birthdays and... Um, but she was never a strict Jehovah Witness. It was like I personally <laughs> look, I personally won't be putting up a tree and giving gifts, but if someone gifts me something, I'll take it. Or Ooh, oh no, don't I ain't gonna lie, don't no 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 type of Jehovah Witness I can't stand. <laughs> I'm not going to get dressed and go trick-or-treating, but if you and your brother want to go trick-or-treating, y'all can go, but I'm not coming. Um, so I feel like my mom's search and research for religion and answers and comfort um, has been her personal journey. When I got to like 14, it just got to a point where I was like, mom, I'm not coming with you to meeting. That's what they call it. They don't call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't call it Bible study. They call it meeting. I said, I'm not coming. I don't feel connected to this. If It gives me very much cultish vibes. But if you would like to go, that's fine. And she's like, okay. Like, it was no pushback. It was no, you're a child. You're coming. It was like, okay. And it's, it has been that since I was 14. And she doesn't talk about it anymore she doesn't actively go anymore um is she still a jehovah witness i don't know mm. it's, it's very like non-existent it's just like you know last year she was here and um i celebrate christmas with the girls and i gave her a christmas present she took it <laughs> yeah. um 
you know, she woke up early and sat with the girls while they opened up gifts. It's just like this conversation we don't have. Um, and my mom's 70 and I feel like she's still searching, you know, for mm -hmm. what brings her peace. And I, that's just me not bringing it up or me not, you know, bringing up the fact that, well, why do you do this? If you say you this, it's just like, girl, do whatever makes you feel great you know, but, um, I've been in relationships with men who go to church every Sunday. Um, I've been in relationships with men who pray before every meal, um, will sit on the phone and pray with me. Um, and I've been in relationships with men who don't. Um, I think it's great to have like a, um, a foundation, a structure of faith um, to set the standards and have the values in your life. But if you don't physically go to church and you um, don't pray, off tops, am I like, ooh, no? But it does say something about your character. It does say something about where you're going, in my opinion. It does say something about what grounds you as a human being? Um, well, how do you have a measure of how you treat other people? Um, that does make me question that. So I will say like, personally, I don't claim a religion. Um, I feel like all religions need to be researched individually. By people, no, uh, but I'm just saying. Oh, you like, talking about individuals going out? Yeah, I think some people are just stuck on. Well, let me just pick a church and get in it and be able to say I go to church, but not have the full understanding and the individual connection to what are you actually um, worshiping? What are you actually gaining from this? And and what does this all mean? A lot sure. of people can't sit and say in 2023, I've read the Bible front to back. You know what I'm saying? But we'll bring it up in every discussion. A lot of people can't say, you know, these are the values and this is what my religious group has done in history. Um, a lot of people will say, well, your religion's wrong, but don't know anything about another person's religion to dictate what are the points on why you think my religion is wrong. And I think um, just self-study is very important. And understanding, that's why I'm a big um, supporter of watching different documentaries, um, understanding symbolism, um, and how that shows up in your children's school, your children's you toys. You're talking about symbolism. If you didn't realize another reason why we go into everything culture, you are slipping. But that's another point. <laughs> um, yeah, so... It's, it's, it's in everything and once you gain a foundation of it everything will start to connect from you and you'll be a able to say no to things faster than you'll say yes and yeah, I, I, and i'll slip something for you as much as you can read in the documentary watch it's it, put it this way it's like you watching workout videos hmm. but if you ain't in it yourself you ain't gonna really understand it or really gain a benefit from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, and I don't know if you just read, I got 
and you know, you know, I was talking earlier, you know, today, I haven't been in the best of spirits or things of that nature. And just a few moments ago, when we was talking, I was like, man, one of the biggest things that I do and I do with all my friends, I was like, man, I would love you to come to church with me sometime, you know? And that's the thing I said, you know, I haven't found me a church home yet. And I said, maybe that's why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Mm. Because when I don't have that connection, it has a real impact on me. Yeah. And how to, you know, praying over the home, you know, to pray, you know, it's a blessing to be where I'm at, but it's still like, once again, having just a church home and place to go to really makes a difference in my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I speak about it, but I'm also, I live by my actions. I live by my behavior. Mm-hmm. I live that, hey, by, that's the best way. I ain't got to put you in a headlock and force you or shame you or anything in that nature. I just got to continue in my, in, in my walk. And if you see how I'm walking, how I'm living and my, um, my obstacles as well as the challenges and the wins and the accomplishments show you like hey and i can't and i was i can't do without my god and without my god telling me i can't do without church and each other that's the biggest thing we'll make so much more progress together you know and that's what he wants to do and you know it's once again it's something that's so simplistic even talking about everything culture you know everything i'm talking about it's for us to come together. This is, uh, it, it's it's not a, let's say a Christian podcast, but it's a Christian based podcast. Right. Like right. when I talk about for us to love one another, the love I'm talking about is the love of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it, that second, like, because everything we do is sacrifice and sacrifice and having empathy for one another so we can support. But I understand that like people have the different perspectives. Like before I left my hometown, I'm telling you, I never forget leaving the front porch my uncle was like once you guys said earlier find you a church home so i remember we got to houston find me a church home oh my god i can't think was it also new life it was right near the church of chicken so perfect for me um (laughs) but something that i took i took a word religion class Mm. okay uh and while taking the word religion class two things that stood out to me at very first day, then the professor was like, if you're a Christian in here, you know, that asked everybody to raise their hand what they identified, identifies in the, in the course. I'm going to represent my clique, you know, yeah. my set. It was me. I was the only black male in the class, and it was the only other one, the black person, it was a black woman in the class. And it was maybe like 60 people in there. And I, I always sit in the front of the class, I'm that type of dude. But she made sure to make it a point. And it was only maybe five to six Christians in there out of a class around 60 people. All right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, you Christians, you know, she like trying to like admonish us, us talking about y'all don't speak when somebody else is speaking about this, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's kind of unique because she, you know, I understand the history of Christianity here in America across, especially in America with manifest destiny, when people use it for evil, you know, but I'm like, I'm a black Christian. What? You know, I'm like, why well, my experience is a little different? Because understanding the 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 way we shifted, once again, and Christianity was, you know, in Africa before. We could talk about Mansa Musa. We could talk about all the history because it's been here and how it's been moved and stolen and manipulated. Point, manipulated once again. Yeah. But 
well, through that course, the second thing that stood out the most to me, I already at first, I feel like, you know, I was the minority and I feel like I would be looking to be challenged. And that's how a lot of other people may feel about that too. And uh, outside in the work, day-to-day world. But two was the type of experiences I've had in the different, uh, when I visited different cultures, I went, I've been to a mosque, I've been to a synagogue, I've been to a temple. I've been to a um, what was it, a Buddhist? It wasn't a temple. It was just a different type of Buddhist celebration or event of praise. Um, I've taken my shoes off. I've knelt, I've I've said that, and I still went to church every Sunday, and I still knew my foundation of my Lord. And I still like in God in my heart, and like and what my relationship with the Holy Ghost did not steer me away from it. Uh, it may f- strike fear in others, but not with me. But when I tell you the relationships I've built with people and they respect me, and some of them, hey, you mind if I come to church with you? Absolutely. Mm. We learn experience and we build that connection with one another. And I'm building them, bringing them like, to my God. Mm-hmm. But one thing I'm not going to do, I would always stand on my two feet and defend, but I'm not going to harm someone because of me trying to attack someone because of my God. That is not what Jesus did. Like, well, it's really, we must check each other. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. We check one another because I've seen people under my faith harm people under my faith more than people outside my faith harm people. Uh, understand if, if i'm making sense yeah so i want to be mindful of that when we stepping out especially being black christians we got to come to that mindset of continue to support each other stop all this clicks like some people treat being christian like being a gang yep you know some of them just want to have that to have unity and have belonging they want to tie themselves to people rather than tie themselves to god mm-hmm. so because people go fail you every time. That's the biggest thing about it. So even and when based, outside is based why they don't like a church or they don't do religion on what Bingo. someone perfect did. Bingo. Because you 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 pay you're going to the building, but you're not coming to the community or the body. You know, yeah. if that makes sense. You you're coming once again that expectation to have people to be better. You know, like I joke all the time that I don't like the kids choir, and I don't. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I love those babies coming up there and giving their best. I really do. I ain't got to be there for it, but I love it. You know, I love the even the cranky old lady that's an usher. You know, I love us. You know, you know. Sometimes I'm big on like I don't like the. The faking in front of the Holy Ghost. I don't play it with the Holy Ghost because I've seen because I've seen legit breakdowns. I've had them, you know. And I like, if I don't want to come in there judging folks, but some of their people are there to be seen. Like I was there thinking about my grandmother, but but that that is a time when people they go have to step out for their best. Yeah, it, that is it's historical context to that. Um, a lot of them come from slavery. A lot of the Sundays, the day we have to, the only time we were able to wear out our best things. A lot yeah. of us were not going to banquets and balls and things. So Sunday was our thing where we came together and show out. Mm-hmm. But we have to understand why we're there. 
I, I've never been a fan of the assigned seating in church either. And I've seen some once again, we talk about the tons, the hierarchy. I've seen some 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 breakdown brawls in the church. Um y'all seen hierarchy, I've seen some people slipping, I've seen like some whew, like I was talking about my previous pastor. I seen a woman try to sneak in and hide to sleep with the pastor. And but that was a good man and he called security. Like he had to call the police to get this woman away from him. The temptation wherever you get a temptation in the regular world gonna be there in the church too, baby. You know? Yeah. Uh I but I've seen some beautiful things though. I've seen some some christenings, I've seen baptism, I've seen weddings, I've seen um even I've seen deaths in the church. Mm-hmm. I know some people are like crazy, but I've seen a woman died maybe four rows in front of me. Can't think of her, for, her name right now. And when the people in church was like like they're like, oh my gosh, she passed. It wasn't people freaking out, screaming. It was like we prayed, mm-hmm. we, got, we contacted a family. It was just like that's what that's what she knew. She was in a place of the Lord where she loved these people. You know, it wasn't another tragedy. It wasn't. It was, you know, like, people look at it. Oh my God, this is man. It's like, oh my God, look, we like called that woman home. No telling what she was going through. She was like in her eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's one in the past in the way it was handled, but. Once again, church is almost like date. finding uh, that church community is like dating. You know, when I was in Houston, even when I was in Seattle, you know how many churches I went to before I found me a church home? Ooh. Ooh. Looking for a church is interesting, you know? Dating. I, song. I know nothing about. <laughs> Man, that what you hey, that's all that's what I was thinking when I was when you were talking, I was thinking about it. I said, Man, I would love to invite all y'all. If y'all y'all came to Houston and like, and that's what we still do. When people yeah. come to visit, hey, we're going to church this Sunday now. Y'all yeah. want to come with us? We give you the option. Oh, I didn't bring no clothes. This is that you ain't got to have anything fancy on. Just come on. Yeah. You know, you'd be surprised the impact it make. Um, then but I'm telling you that the day like going to church, like I remember going to a church and I went with it was me and my no, it was it was me and my wife. We we were just dating. And this one pastor, you know, it was right in my it was near my college and I went to we went before and they were cool, but I went with my wife. And it was the underhoused man there, homeless man. He came in and he was well, he was a little bit in the back and and he got up being a guest and he, um, you know, exp- I don't, I don't stand up at everybody's church. You ain't about to call me out. But, um, and he said, why he came, he said, he prayed, you know, and he said, finally get him a church. And he came here and, you know, he's, he enjoyed himself, but he said, he's going to keep praying and he's thinking making his church home. And when the pastor said, you ain't got to pray, you already here, go ahead and sign up. You here. He said, "You don't have to pray." I like, no, <laughs> this is not my church home. Mm. It's just that quick. Oh, and he was telling the kids to shut up. He was saying, "Put them kids outside." Them babies hollering too much. I was like, yeah. I was at church the day that Kobe Bryant died. Well, when it was announced, yeah. And when the pastor found out, he he was like, "Pastor," he said, "Why y'all care about Kobe? Kobe don't care about y'all." Oh. I'm not not even a Kobe Bryant fan at all. But to say that about somebody that just passed away, 
Yeah. Instead of saying we're gonna pray for him and his family, that's that simple. Yeah, that wasn't my church home. Mm. Gotta pay attention who's leading. Yeah, I, I've been in some churches where I kind of find out the pastor was a um, he enjoyed the rock form of boogie sugar. What? Now, the thing is, was it past tense or is it current? How much? Been... Sweating? Huh. How much was he, was he sweating per sermon? <laughs> hey, I think I, I got part Baptist um, preaching. I sweat all the time, too. But when I tell you, it, it's, it, it takes everyone. I, I, I had a, um, God rest his soul, I had a friend, a previous co-worker, that um, he, 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 he was made for Twitter, okay? He was, he had like eight kids, they paid child support on none of them. He was one of the most, I mean, I brought, brought, he was older than me. He was like, imagine me being 37, going to a college party. No. And on top of that, being filthy. Hmm. Like, who eating A? Um, who's who trying to get the eat? Like, hey, brother, <laughs> what are we getting? What are you doing? What? But he, Hey, but one of the best people you can ever hear pastor, ever hear preach. I'll tell you something. The best hey. pastors have gone through some things, but they are not doing those things. Hey, let me tell you. What, what, what's, um, what's old boy? Um, Greg, favorite person, favorite author, pastor, um, eat so-and-so too? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we know what it is. You know, they, they're human beings. But you got to know who you... It's just like your friends. Yeah. You know, content of their character, behavior, heart. How can they resist? Because it's more responsibility is placed on them, too. Mm. So it's like, people want me to be it. I'm like, not yet. Mm-mm, not yet. When God tells me, cool, but y'all, y'all don't run it. I don't want to jump into something and y'all be disappointed because somebody tried me and I have to has to put somebody in a chokehold we don't want that we don't want that but when are you going to start church dating this sunday like th- like right here I, I said i was doing it while i was like man thinking of other things but us doing this having this conversation right here and me feeling and i don't know if yeah if y'all watch if y'all watching this on youtube you can see like I've, I've shed a few tears here and i've said on everything culture and the people who know me personally like I believe when I just truly cry and sometimes out the blue, it's like God is speaking to me. And it's like clearly like, yeah, you gotta find you a church home. Like the hunt starts, you know. So I I'm not gonna procrastinate when he's speaking to me. You know, there's some time when I make the worst decisions in life when I don't move when he asks me to move. Yeah. So and that comes from once again, continue building once again, when I tell people when you're looking for a church and a black church and we talk about the de evolution, mm-hmm. the de evolution of who? the church or the de-evolution of you right because think about it majority a lot of people who are involved in the community like not in a church or what are you involved in mm-hmm. you know what are you giving back to your community what are you doing outside of self you know? yes are absolutely. you doing it just because you gain from it or are you doing it because it feels good for someone else okay perfect example mm-hmm. today i took the girls to a bakery to go get a slice of cake. I told them to pick up cake. And this bakery makes great cake. And but it's never like it's in Atlanta. It's not near my house. 
Um, Shout out to Keith Lee. So, <laughs> boy, he can't get a ruckus this week. But it was needed. Um, God is amazing. Yes, he is. Um, we went in there. They picked their cakes. This other guy was picking like cupcakes. And I put our cakes on the counter. And then um, the lady asked him, um, so you're getting a dozen cupcakes? He was like, yeah, I'm getting these a dozen cupcakes and I'm buying those two slices. Oh. And I'm just like, Ariel's like, <laughs> Ari said, is this a prank? <laughs> and he said, no. He was like, um, I believe in um, and he was like, and I want to bless you guys today, so I'm going to buy your cakes. So I told him thank you, and I appreciate it, and Anya said thank you, and um, we got our forks, and we left. And Anya was like, well, isn't that nice? You didn't have to buy the cake. I said yes, but at the same time, that's the second time that happened to me. That's the second time I've gone in that bakery and some random man is buying something for someone else and sees me in there and buys what I'm buying also. So what goes through your mind when that happened? Um, Cause I know I shouldn't be thinking. You, you might get a little paranoid that somebody watching me. No, but I, I okay, I'll, I'll say this. I might not go to church every Sunday but I pray daily, out loud, one, so I make sure that that relationship is vivid, two, to make my children feel like it's completely okay, um, to pray and to believe in something higher than yourself. Um, but I feel, when that happens to me, I always feel like... Um, the creator knows I'm doing my best. And at the same time, I'm trying to give uh, my children this, this uh, comfort of feeling like um, we can still do little things that bring us joy and still continue and not have to worry about, well, what's gonna happen tomorrow? What, 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 how are we gonna do next week? Or how are we gonna do two weeks from now? And things like that always um, affirm that I need to stop worrying about things that don't matter. Um, and so it just, it's like physically, you may not have someone physically to help you all the time to do things that you need, but it's the little things that you have to remember you're getting like this help, like I'm with you as you do the things on a daily. So. It was nice and um I don't know I feel like um I don't worry about things and when new opportunities come up for me I know why they're coming up and it's is it's that you could pray about things that you may want and things being better but if you're physically not doing your best to help those things become better I think that's an empty, it's like having empty faith. You know, you have to work and um, when you're working and, and that's transparent, 
is rewarded um, by great opportunities and, and kindness. And I believe that, and I don't care what religion you are, it, 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 it should be apparent. It should be apparent in your life. And I think a lot of people don't see those things and they don't have gratitude for those things. But stuff like that, I noticed. Yeah. So, you know, I always say, if you ever find a chance, hey, have y'all went to church? Just, you know, take your kids, like, next time. You know, cause I don't know what the man was. Was anything of that nature, you know. Ask the people like from if that owns that bakery, like what's your local church that you always, you know, just anything about that. Mm-hmm. And they may share, they may not, or they may not have anything. Mm-hmm. But just even it's been a woman. Um I can't call her Miss Pat because I already had a Miss Pat in my life, but I can call her Sister Pat. Okay. Um, older fan, older woman. Um, it was so unique. Like she's she's a she works with DoorDash, okay? And or Uber Eats, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And my wife ordered some coffee, and the person who's supposed to deliver her coffee dropped it off at their own doorstep. And because we don't have a mat, that's what I was like. We don't have a mat on our <laughs> doorstep or nothing like that. But fast forward, like a few, like 10, 15 minutes later, when we came by, we were putting like furniture on the side of the street for people to pick up. And she kind of like, Do you mind if I take these chairs? Oh my goodness, they're blue. I only have a space for like four of them. I can come back at the other two. I'm like, Yeah, no problem. And my wife comes to the door and she's like, Are you so and so? You put my, like, are you door dash? You're like, yeah. You put my coffee in the wrong doorstep. And she's like, okay, no, I'm going to get it for you real quick. And she walked right up the street, got it, brought it back, got the set on chairs. Um, she came back, like, you know, we only been here two weeks. She came back the next week and we we exchanged information. Well, we we didn't, she came back and she she remembered us telling her we work from home. She didn't want to disturb us. So she left a note in the door and mm-hmm. we got the note and I texted her and she came back with her husband. But we had the chairs, we had a couple of rugs, a couple of coffee tables, and like we had a really nice stuff. We you know it's just if it don't go with the feng shui, we get something new. Yeah. And she was just so happy and so like this is a blessing. And she shared her testimony. Her, her husband once again, uh, it, it loved me when the the women come and want to get some new stuff, and her husbands they too. They be older gentlemen. I was like, I got you. You can't carry this. Go ahead. And I still got a little bit of youth in me. You know, I take care of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the worst thing I said, what church do y'all belong to? And they, it's been a small family church. This, this, that. She said, and the husband, you might want to go. It's like 730 service. I like, I love 730 service. Like, let me get my, hey, let me get my Lord and go home. Because once again, I'm not here for the, you know, all the, the show. I'm here to shake yeah. hands, brother. How you doing? Let's keep in touch, blah, blah, blah. Like, we can move, move. But yeah. I believe when we're getting them 10 o'clocks and people. Lingering and talking and it's 30 minutes past. It become a social hour. Yeah. Because you know, that's why I believe a lot of people who don't go to clubs or want to go to the club, they go to church. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's a song by Lupe Fiasco. I may have to blend this in for when we do the mm-hmm. uh, the marketing. Um, I'm going to send it to you. It's hard to find, but it's called, gosh, I cannot think of the name of it. 
But it's mm-hmm. like he talk about Saturday night, but something, something, and alcohol. And he goes in, but all through the song is him. It is it, Lupe Fiasco. Okay, I want to say it's not Janae and Aiko, but it's another it's a woman, and there's mm-hmm. another guy. And at the end of the close to the end of the song, the last verse, appreciate you, man. The last verse, they shift it and they just start turning it to gospel music. And talking about they getting ready for Sunday morning. And basically, it's the same thing. And it's going through history. It's like you getting up, you going there, and now you praising. But you used to, because no matter how much party you're doing the night before what you've done, you still got to praise the Lord. And it's the same. Once again, it's like the reverse. Because once again, know where you come from. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. If you know, if your, my, my grandparents, my grandfather, grandmother, my aunts, like, once again, I seen a dementia. In my everything you're saying about your family, my cousins too. Mm-hmm. A lot of my cousins, like man, they don't want to go to church. They don't want to do this, do that. And I, I don't want to be like this. But I was like, sometimes y'all be struggling. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should. You should go in. You don't know what type of blessing you might. You don't know. You go find you a new job there. Someone go help you with your rent. You may find you a new boo. Don't mm-hmm. go. Don't go looking for it. Go for Jesus. Go for the connect. But you'd be surprised if you just allow that work to happen in your life, what it can make for you. But that's me. But then, once again, we cannot forget about the impact it's had. Yeah. But with us as Black people, we've made a lot of progress here in America. Yeah. Well, let, 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 let me let me clarify. Let me clarify that. Sorry. Let me let me. Look, can we do a reverse sound? Yeah. It it's we've made progress here, yeah. but I think the thought that we've made more progress than we had that we don't need their support any longer is where we're at yeah. so that that's why i believe with the the black church um I, i've said it a lot that even moving up north you know living in the pacific northwest that that connection that we have as black people a lot of people feel like we don't need it any longer which i disagree i think we need it even more mm-hmm. it's like i think a lot of us i think we fought so hard and we got to it it's like if this is the 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 line of being how do i say equity for us to be treated fairly and being treated as real people here this is a line i think we've gotten this far mm. this far okay it feels like we here but it, we're really right here yeah. the black church has gotten us here like yeah. you you can argue all you want to but the facts are the facts in the history of what things have been placed with laws, legislations, connections throughout. And if we ignore what challenges happened here, we're going to move back here. Exactly. Exactly. Because even like June, June, hey, people celebrate, like when I was talking about Juneteenth, people celebrating Juneteenth and don't want to bring up the black church. You can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it. Like I legit got in arguments with people and I'm like, they never celebrated Juneteenth in their life and telling somebody to been celebrating Juneteenth all their life where well, it starts in the church. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know, everybody, it starts in the church. It wouldn't be here without the church. Mm-hmm. That's where they went to celebrate because there was nowhere else to go. Right. That's who kept the, congreg- the, the tradition going, the black church. Well, you know, we've grown. No, we haven't. Because you forgot where you come from. You can't talk about the traditional without bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, watch night. 
Okay, you, you, if the people who's watching this, if you're not familiar with watch night is, that's when instead of you going out on New Year's Eve, going partying, clubbing, seeing that ball drop, you're at church. Oh, I've done that once. Uh, loser. That's sometimes <laughs> I used to feel about my. Parties <laughs> <laughs> in front of it. Have a good time. Watch night is where black that. When do black people when it, when I was once again when I was like in middle school and high school and other black people used to in black, other black people in Texas used to be dismissive of me because we celebrate Juneteenth. Ugh, why do you celebrate being a free and slavery being two years late? Blah 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 blah. That's why I'm so harsh with people on Juneteenth because I was bullied about it because for celebrating it from black people and now you want us to celebrate Juneteenth all of a sudden. Yeah. Okay, welcome, but respect it. Wipe your feet off at the door. Come on I, in. I think it's only because it's a direct link to now. But it's, but it's always been, and we've been trying to put people. But it, my main thing is to ask people. I didn't know. Shout out to my boy Brandon Jakes with um, oh my gosh, I'm thinking you. I'm a, I'm gonna tag you in this. But watch night. Who? Cause when do we celebrate the Emancipation Proclamation? We know we celebrate Juneteenth. I've always had. So when people say they don't celebrate Juneteenth because it came later on, when do you celebrate the Emancipation Proclamation then? A lot of people don't. When, a lot of people don't. When, when did it even go into effect? Let's talk about history. Yeah. And you think it's not a celebration. The Emancipation Proclamation went into effect January 1st. Okay. Was it 1863 or 1865? Okay. You know where Black people went? The church. So, because they knew on New Year's Day, the dangers, uh, the day before, a lot of people, a lot of white folks and slave owners were not going to be happy. So, guess what we did? We congregated together in the church and we watched over each other throughout the night. Watch yeah. night service. Come on, we just you know hey well it takes us talk once again it takes us coming together and having these conversations just not when we see things and stuff in danger we we become so isolated that's and that's how they give us that everybody we can have 10 families but it's one family that wanted something happen and they they my kids were breaking in the windows and they whoop my kids without my permission or something like that nature okay well you need to correct your kids or the community will correct your kids. That's that's part of it. Well, I'm just going to be by myself in this corner. So with the nine families that when something happened, we can see each other protecting one another. That one, when them dangers and them people don't want you because of what you look like and what you believe in, what you have, they come for you. You can't have the protection. In. And that's the scary thing about it. But that's why we have to, like, we have to put a lot of our differences aside. Mm. But I'm 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 a pull back. I'm a pull back. Y'all got to listen to the rest of the series to get more of this. But um, what you said is a lot, and it's a it's a lot of truth to that, and why the behaviors of our children today are what they are, because that lack of stability and structure of this is what we do in this home. This is how we protect each other in this home. On this street, I know all the parents and the kids on this street. I know the elderly lady at the end of the block that may need this. 
I know all our power is out. Let's go check on X, Y, and Z. Like a lot of people don't have it, don't know it, don't feel this innate need to do these things. Um, and I think that's very important if we're looking for our children who are younger to grow up and do it for the elderly that they're going to be around. Say that. So. Say that. And side note, this is a complete side note. Yeah. This might be the stop putting these pastors on these respectability pillars. Because if we didn't have that, respect them for being a pastor. Okay. But don't put the pastor to be higher than God. Okay. They're not your God. They're that's a human being. And I say all this to say that for numerous reasons it can apply, but I'm saying it specifically. I don't think the, these pastor kids would be so bad if the adults wouldn't be kissing the pastor's butt. Mm. I, I know I'd never play with them PKs because I and I as an adult I'll be peeping back and sitting back and watching grown folks try to win approval from the pastor by treating being favoring the kids, favoring the pastor kids. And once again, I've been around a lot of churches. So I just thought and if Hey, if, if it's not true, it's not true. If it don't hit you, it don't hit you. But I remember being at church and I see him grown men, like the, the pastor kids say, I'm a bet this amount of money if I hit the shot. Grown men, yeah, let me bet you. And I have to, once again, old me, young, like me before, I wouldn't have said anything because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was part of the church. I, I was judging the church, but me being part of the church, I had to step in like, hey, what we doing? I, know, I, said, I, I said, I know y'all ain't in the church about the bit. I know that ain't happening. <laughs> oh, you right, brother drug. You right. You right, my bad. And I'm looking at these grown men and I looked in the, in the pastor's son, looked right at him and he was like, you got because I'm like, see, you got, and that's the thing, you got all these other grown men, fool. And I, he know, it's respect. I love you, but I don't play that play, boy. Mm-hmm. Come on now. And I like, Influence is influence. Mm. Influence, mm. influence. But it's some of them guys, they want that approval from somebody. Oh, we don't get me started. That's why Kanye getting away getting because he know the influence he have and know how a lot of people are influ- like want that approval, especially ugh, ugh, that's what makes me sick. But I digress. <laughs> um you did say like, you know, the people that come to the church are still imperfect people. You did mm-hmm. talk about that. Outside of the church, things are still the same. And some people bring, try to bring what's outside of the church in the church. Um, come as you are, but yeah. change when you're there. That's the thing. You come as you are. Yeah. But you change while you're there. You you can come to somewhere naked. But when the church love on you and give you resources, you can come to church hungry. But when the church love you and give you resources, you can come to church uh, ignorant. But when the church love on you and give you resources, you should know how to clothe yourself, feed yourself, as well as educate yourself as well. So those things you got to look at. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people today may use the church um, and God's word for wickedness to manipulate it. And those ain't nothing are, new. 
Yeah. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's in the book. <laughs> but it's only a tool for those who use it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think there's too many people wanting someone to tell them what to do and how to be when you can also do the work yourself. Hmm. It's like yeah, it's like having hands and food in front of you and waiting for somebody to come around and feed you by spoon what's in front of you. It doesn't make any sense. You're going to have to want to and do the work yourself. Um, I think community and church and empathy and compassion and understanding has to be in a congregation for a con congregation to be successful. I think this whole um, idea that judgment determines your character and there's like this limit and this ceiling of change that may happen or the possibility of change to happen or giving grace is not granted unless you are this. That shouldn't be when it comes to a place of church, a place of God, a place of worship, a place of uh, grace and love and compassion. And I think um, accepting people as they are is the basis of why church was created um, to have community, to show people that there's a better way, there's a possibility, there's the resource. And we have a lot of younger people who are um, looking into spiritual practices. We still have a lot of people studying to um, be in church, know the ministry of the church, the history of the church. Uh, but there's a lot of people who don't have the family factor of people supporting them and what they're learning or what they're searching for. And sometimes your search for faith and the church and the community is, is a lonely one and not a lot of people push through um, to do it themselves. So when it comes to the Black impact with this, I think um, for Black people, the church was a place where they could feel safe, even though the way that they're living um, is very stifling. Um, a place where they can come together, feel, understand, cry, laugh, um, have compassion, and, and regroup. And I think, you know, with your change and your moving and, uh, you know, you having the great opportunities that you're having to regroup and recharge, yeah, you you do feel like you need that community and that that you know that battery life that you're used to, um, and that's common. That's why you know sometimes people work and work and work, and they don't live near family, and then they take that weekend and they go see family, and they recharge, and they come back and they remember their purpose, they remember why they're there, they remember. Um, I'm here for this. I can do this. I feel full. See, and everything and everything you're saying, Shan, let me tell you, it still has that relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And my faith with him is telling me, like, that's where you're feeling empty. That's why you're feeling lost. Mm -hmm. Like, I've explained so much that I understand my emotions and my feelings, but 
I don't understand why at times, you know? And it's bigger than just the people, you know? And, you know, I, I, once again, when, if we're going just outside in the black church, if we're talking about just the man to man or the, the human nature or just the physical of it, it's, yeah, yeah, it's the community. But that faith part right there is really what gets you to that. When you going through them, when your pastor do something, take a misstep. When your uh, family member or somebody else going through something or like you see a family in need and you barely making it at times. Like, yeah. man, or you may want, man, I want to get these new J's or I want to get these rims in my car. But I see these, this, this mother that's a widow and they got these kids and they put it like you put your selfish your selfish things aside and you sacrifice and help that family out that is the part i'm talking about dave you ain't got that faith you know you're not and you're not doing for anything in return mm-hmm. and it, it's a different type of impact that it has and once again i've only been here back two weeks but i feel just so like you know and if i go on my, my own understanding it only been probably another month or two you know, nah, there's something I need post haste, you know, but having that faith, um, mm-hmm. like everything you're saying, go out and look for, don't, I don't, like, I've I never been a person, I'm, I'm not going to wait on the pastor. Yeah. I'm a leader myself. If we reading it, I've always been like, once we, if I know what scripture we're reading, I'm already reading by the, I'm reading at the very beginning of the chapter. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna just go read the, the parts you told me number you know um Psalms whatever 33 I'm gonna go all the way back a few more songs before that yeah. you know if you tell me what chapter and verse to go to I'm gonna go back to once again beginning of the chapter I'm gonna read and that's how also I'm very I vet my pastors because if I'm gonna reading something you saying something but wait a minute this doesn't align with the whole with the full verse you know you kind of bringing just one side of it in Right. And and especially that side I was gonna lean into you donating. Okay. <laughs> right. I never been once again, I never been a person that um get the entire word exactly Z. I never been a type of person that um like, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take a granted, but I've never been the one how do I say? Take your word. That for I'm, it. I'm just, I'm just gonna leave, just follow anything blindly. I'm gonna have once again because I have a faithful God. Oh, myself. we know, we know yeah. how so. Drake do media. You ain't gonna say Drake. You know this is what was said. Well, where do you get this from? Yeah, um, yeah but that's, but that, but that's me thoroughly. So, yeah. and I, I've said once again, I've never worshipped man because man would fail you every time. Simple as that. But when I've seen some pastors like you, you own it, love it, and I, that's know what they talking about. I've seen pastors go through harsh times and got to check on each other. You know, yeah. I'll come in and sit, help with the family, like because they're still human beings, and I like have empathy for them. Mm-hmm. That mistakes is going to happen, but that's something about and like with my grandmother, man, she had a great pastor. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Stanley. When I got to check. I know, like, and when I tell you um, anything he needed, she was going to do it. Mm-hmm. She was like, she was like a hit squad almost. Let me tell you that. Mm-hmm. 
my ground in the in the in this thing it, it's not looking for worshipers and so a lot of men if we talk about just the mindset of men once again oh men love that don't follow men yeah that's what i can tell you man will disappoint you every time and when and you learn when you get around a lot of women women want the same thing too mm-hmm. a lot of power and control yeah um what I want people to take away from this is um, to explore um, their faith, um, understand Pan-African faith, understand fasting and meditation and where it's rooted in um, and why it's so popular right now. Uh, deep prayer works, you know. Um, isolation is something um you can do from time to time along with meditation. Um, educate yourself on all religions if you're searching for um, a faith or a place of peace. And listen to yourself. I think a lot of people don't know how to get to a place of complete quietness to listen to themselves. Like how you feel now, like you know something's off. A lot of people don't know how to connect with that and might think, oh, maybe I just need a drink or maybe I just need to smoke or maybe, you know, I need a goat, you know, and they may not know. And did I say all those things before we started this show? Yeah. (laughs) And I said, no, right? Yeah. I said, because I knew that wasn't going to do it for me, correct? Right. And that probably made you feel worse. that's, That's what I'm saying. It wasn't going to do it for me. Yeah. So the thing is, like, what I tell the people, I would say, once again, my faith, you know, you can look for yours, but my faith is, you know, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I, that's what I gave my life to. And I've been, if you listen to the, or watch the makings of Mr. D713, I've been through a lot in my life, okay? I really shouldn't be in a position to know, I shouldn't be here, and I shouldn't be in a position I am right now either. And it's from the prayers of my the grandparents, great great grandparents, the parents, and my ancestors before that that brought me here. Um and when I don't listen to my listening to even with me, I say find you that relationship with God. I'll I'll, I'll speak from my perspective because advice, advice is just information that works for someone individually. Mm-hmm. Work works for me. So my advice to you is branded advice that works for me. Right. Is my so what I've experienced is like you gotta pray. You got to pray, pick up the Bible, get in the word and build that relationship too. Like Shane, I'll talk, you can speak out loud, but I cannot listen to myself. Cause if I listen to myself and without including the Holy Spirit, oh, it, I'll be in bad situation every time. And once again, you know, that's why when I say, when I say discernment, once again, Y'all got some things on my shoulder. When they, like Shan, let us know how when I get hungry. No, no, y'all don't want me to have that type of person. <laughs> y'all in uh, trouble. Yeah, so it, it's truly having that relationship. Lean on him. Find you if you and go take a visit to church. Don't yeah. just go talk to one of your the church's friends that you may have, and and just ask them straight up. Like you mind if you and you know come to church which one Sunday or one Wednesday? It the full Sunday thing too much. Go to go to Bible study, yeah. and you and just get that experience. Yeah. Um. 
what's the what's the solution? The solution is everything you just said. Sometimes uh, I don't. It's, 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 I believe it. Sometimes you know my solution is may not be yours, but it could be. But I tell you, the best thing is like we may not always have a solution. Yeah. But the thing is, we're still a work in progress. Because we're always human work beings. In progress. You always want to be human beings. Yeah. And um let's stop looking at the people in a building claiming um a fate that they are not walking in, talking in, living in. Um, and let's look at the fate and the root of it and and feel like do I have a connection to this? How can I be better? I think, you know, over the pandemic, we got into this habit of having church on video and mm. feeling like that's going to be some sort of fulfillment. Sometimes you physically need to be around other people who have that faith and that understanding and that wisdom in order to gain that energy and be in that atmosphere and have that understanding and yeah that might let me be tell you i'll be a, i was a fan of church on video i ain't gonna lie for a little bit <laughs> i like ooh, the children's choir mute <laughs> oh man and, and i just gotta include zarini just say yes get into the word take notes ask questions yeah that's something that's big. And woo, let me tell you, if you got a pastor that you ask questions like a Bible study, you ask when they can't get, they don't want, I don't know, it's okay figuring yeah. it out. But if they don't want to answer, they get upset, just go find somewhere different. It's okay. I support the babies, Michael. Listen to the babies. I keep telling y'all that. The greatest, them babies up there. the greatest Black people spent lots of time in the Black church. Mm. Um, and if, if, we don't start figuring out why we there and why we having that gathering. I don't know what um, life is about to look like for the next generation. And the next generation. I don't. It's going to be very blah. <laughs> but like, pay attention. Yeah. I appreciate everybody listening and watching. Uh, thank you for checking out another episode of She Gets a Pod with Drake from Everything Culture. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Check out Drake on everythingculture.com and your favorite podcast app. You can catch this podcast on your favorite podcast app and check out shandypodden.com. We will be back next week with another one. Mm. And, you ready? Yeah. And, you know, we go end it with the pillars of everything culture as well as the mission statement, um, which are comes from the um, doctor... Reverend okay. Martin King Jr. Okay, that he preached yeah. this at Cornell College um, some time ago that he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation and because of segregation we have miscommunication. So we here at Everything Culture um, built this podcast and platform on the pillars of respect communication and consistency so we can get to know each other so we can love one another so once again thank you so much shan for being my pnc through these conversations thank y'all for listening thank y'all for watching and god bless peace hey y'all oh let me hit stop
Thanks for checking out this week's episode. But for next week's episode, this is what was said. Mindset, because that's what someone with other countries, like, we, we I, I can't, I'm still in a certain place when I'm working now, but have people from different countries that don't understand the plight of the African, the American descendant of slavery. Okay. Because there has to be a level of grace that you give Black Americans and understand how they got to a point where this is how they identify because these things in history has happened. You said grace in education. Yeah. Because I was watching, I don't know, you probably sent it to me here on TikTok or IG, but yeah. it was an African woman talking about why we just, black people need to stop talking about slavery because it's, it's done, racism doesn't exist. Shut up. Go on now. Because just like you don't, once again, if you don't know the history and the things are still happening now in this country, live in effect, you ain't gonna care. I think black people being in a level of what they deem, I'm great and I can do all the things my white. My white uh, counterparts can do. What you're dealing with as a black person is so below me, it doesn't exist, are harmful to the culture of black people because it gives people this illusion that, oh, all I have to do is make a certain level of money or live in a certain uh, a certain lifestyle to not be affected by these things that I am around me. And that's not true. So, for instance, in different culture and in, in different countries okay different continent countries however you want to put it uh well in different continents where they have different countries and different cultures and behaviors a lot of the difference span on the 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 money poverty okay poverty luxury riches um income sometimes they still base it off of um tri tribals be um where you come from last name if that time but we talk about once again go back to what we was talking about earlier the point of race to be created yeah this create racism to create division that make a separation to make people oh, feel better for themselves mm -hmm. so when i say that <clears throat> excuse me when i say that y'all don't have to deal with race well, I don't say a lot of something I did, but race was created here in this country to put create a, a, a servitude of people for no apparent reason. Yeah. And there so are other countries that do deal with race because Americans have been traveling. Because there. American have yeah. done. It. And so, they have taken those uh ways of control and maneuvering people. Yes. through racial biases so if you if you're in a certain space yeah. like for instance i keep saying if racism didn't exist we will still have issues i think that we all know that to be a common thing okay. but it does exist right. it's like if you're working out i can do 225 mm -hmm. okay I'm expect I'm gonna put you can find Drake and myself on all the podcast platforms. If you would like to email me, it's at she gets a pod at gmail.com. And if you would like to add Drake, it's at everything culture. You can find us on IG, TikTok, X, and stereo app.
Peace.